with a record of 29 wins, no losses. He has 22 wins coming by way of knockout. The reigning, defending, undefeated, Uh, welcome to the Punch Podcast. You've got Javen back for episode five. And today, look, I'm really pumped for this one. We're, what, a week out from George Cambosis, Devin Haney, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. So who better to talk about that with me today than someone that I think if you know Mike Tyson and you know that his nickname is the baddest man on the planet, they obviously never met Grant Denyer. Hello, Grant. Javen, and wonderful to chat, young man. And yeah, look, I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't hit hard, but I hit often. That's for sure. <laughs> punches in bunches. That's the uh, word in boxing, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you excited, mate? This this George Cambosis fight is going to be absolutely enormous. Having spent time with him just recently, it's uh, mate. Where you know, if you're a Greek Australian, particularly in you know in this in in this country. The whole place is going nuts, ready for this fight. Yeah, I saw it pop up on your Instagram the other day, and I'm like, Grant Daniel's talking boxing. I'm in. I've got to talk to this guy. So, yeah, well, normally I come from a, a motorsport background, as you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. I, I cross over various disciplines. But, you know, I've also got to, you know, I put my, my big boy journalism pants back on, uh, which has been, been a while since, you know, I've been making game shows for a long time. It's been a long time since I've been a journo. But when this story sort of kicked around of this amazing young Australian, you know, who defied the odds to take out one of the greats and to become world champion, I thought, man, I, I want to spend some time with this guy. I want to crack this nut open and, and see, see what he's made of and what he's like. And I was impressed. So run me through the day. So what happened from the start? We are going to see it on Channel 7 Spotlight Sunday night. But from your approach, you get a call. We're going to see George Cambosis and then what? Well, first I had a look at his fight. Um, mm. First to see a FEMO, um, which was, I think, November last year. Yep. So the one that he won, mm-hmm. he won the world title fight on. Extraordinary. Like, uh, Tiafimo, you know, exceptionally cocky, massively sort of flamboyant in a sense that his old man was really kind of oh. pulling the strings and they were poking the ribs of the Australians and they, they, gave, they gave George, you know, zero chance to basically go toe-to-toe with him, let alone take the world title off him. Um, mm. But just watching the way that George managed to sort of expose a crack between he, he and his dad's relationship, the Tiafimo and his father's relationship. His father's quite dominant. So he sort of, you know, when it comes to the way, when it comes to the press conference, when it comes to the training day, just watching the way that they worked these guys to try and force them apart and just and find find any fault in the father-son dynamic that they could, you know, it ended up working. Mm. You know, I love the psychology of how they went about trying to take on a boxing fight which no one gave them any credit of being able to, to win whatsoever. Yeah, and Tiafimo came out and just tried to take his head clean off and George managed to knock him down in the first round, which was like, I guess the moment Tiafimo Lopez went, well, we're, we're in this, uh, it's not going to plan. <laughs> no, exactly right. And you could just see, like, it was even, he'd sort of, he'd walk up to George, you know, in the ring in that first round, you know, even with slack hands and just like almost egging him on. And then, you know, George just read the play. He'd obviously studied him very, very, very hard. He knew what was coming. And when it came, you know, he had the perfect counter. And it, it bang, you know, he, he, got, he got him at the end of that first round, sent him to the canvas. And, you know, the look at Tiafimo's face was just extraordinary. It's like, oh, my God, I was not expecting this little unknown Australian <laughs> from the other side of the world 
you know, to send me down. We got a fight on our hands. It was cool. It was really cool. One of my favorite things about this was when uh, he walked out and all of like the states are, are known to be really, I guess, into their sports and really vocal and booing the opposition and all that other stuff, which they did when George walked out. And then by the end of end of the fight, they were cheering his name and he was wrapped in gold and he was bringing the belts back to Australia, which was great. So. You got to sit down with him. You got to spend the day with him. And how was that? Yeah, it was a couple of days, actually. So it was um, it was good. We, you know, we were deep inside his sort of secret, you know, training bunker um, where he's putting in the yards to take on Devin Haney. It was great, you know, to see the man with his family, you know, to talk about his philosophy and the sport. And, you know, and, and not coming from a boxing background, which I'm not, you know, I'm not used to some of the conversations that these guys sort of have with their families. And that became quite shocking. So, you know, the fact that when he was going into that fight with, with Tiafimo Lopez, you know, he, he had the chat as he was just sort of signing his life insurance document uh, in front of his wife Christ. saying, you know, I'm, I'm prepared to, to die in this fight. You know, if that's what it takes, you know, I, I will leave nothing on the table. And if my legacy is to die here in this battle, well, then, then so be it. And just chatting to his wife and, you know, he's got, he's got three gorgeous children as well about how she handles that. It's, it's an incredible story, but he just has so much heart. Mm. He's got so much, and his work ethic is, you know, is extraordinary. He's exceptionally focused. It's very difficult to spend a large amount of time with him because, you know, he's, he's, he's more of a, a, sh- a shyer, uh, quieter boxer. Um, you know, he sort of lets his fists do the talking rather than, you know, his words. But he's so focused on this, this next Evan Haney fight that uh, it was a pleasure to watch him work. When uh, I, I even got in the ring with, in the ring with him, which was stupid. Which is my favourite bit, and this is where I was going to lead to because you chucked on the body pads and just went in there and he let a few body shots rip. I know, like it's it's almost bizarre, isn't it? Like if I did that to you now, we'd just be all having a bit of fun. But when a professional at that level gives you a, a right hook into the body, you you feel it, don't you, mate? I um I I don't know much about boxing, but I know enough to know <laughs> that these guys are psychopaths. When, <laughs> When, when you get in there and they hear that bell ringing, no matter what game plan you had prior <laughs> prior to getting in this ring, it can fly at the window depending on just how they feel about you, right? And I'm like, dude, I just I want to see you work. Yes, I want to be on the receiving end of a couple. Yep, I've never punched anyone in my life. I've never had one fight. I once pushed a kid in year four. That was as, that's as, that's as physical as I've been. But I'm like, bro. What I need you to know here is this this face, this is what feeds my children, okay? This is what puts food on the table in the Denya household. I need all of my limbs where they currently are so I can maintain the living moving forward. Having said that, let's go. <laughs> and, mate, he starts. I said start at about um, out of 10, start at the 2, and then start punching up from there, and I'll tell you when to stop. I'll tell you when, when I can't take anymore. Yeah. And then what, what I uh, and I gave him I gave him a safe word. My safe word was mummy. Okay, that's um, tough. Yeah, nothing yeah. more angry than that. I mean, I'm surprised he even wanted to take you on after you've said mummy, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now as he's up around sort of five to six in his punching strength. Yeah. What I forget is I there's no air left in me, so he's punching that hard. I can't I can't say stop. I can't say mummy. No, I have no air in my lungs. So I'm he's just swinging as he's dialing it up, and I'm like my eyes are going red. I'm about to vomit up my toasted sandwich. It's not going well. And thankfully, his dad was there, and his dad could see the struggle that I was in. And his dad <laughs> sort of, he pulled him off me, but uh, not before he'd done a little bit of cartilage damage in my rib cage. 
I was laughing because I'm like, you get to do over your career so many amazing things. Like you've been in the fighter jet. I was actually with you in uh, Sydney when you took to the stage in front of what thirty thousand to do Vanilla Ice and rap that. Remember at R and B Fridays, we were there. That Never was forget. yeah, it was the greatest moment of your life. And I was like, the stuff you get to do, and then how scared you weren't going out to that. I'm like, oh, he's got George covered. Don't worry about it. Not even a thing. Mate, are you kidding me? Like, you know what these dudes are like. It's cool to see them in that mode. It's like being stalked by a lion where you know you've just got no chance. And whatever that lion wants to do with you is what that lion will do with you, which is frightening, but also so cool at the same time. And you got to imagine like when they actually do fight, when someone of the same caliber is standing on the other side of the ring, like that's when it gets out of control crazy which is going to happen when when he fights Devin Haney in a week's time but that's the that's the part of this sport that makes it so exciting they're so good at what they do and the other guy is too on most occasions and sometimes not but uh look it's crazy but just the focus in his eyes that's what every time he speaks he's just so confident and I guess that's what makes him a champion but he's just so confident he's just so focused even when he did go to beat Tiafimo Lopez he walked out of the change rooms with a look on his face that was not losing. Like, I don't No. He could have went at him with a chainsaw and it wasn't over. And I think that that comes right. You know how some athletes just have an inherent, you know, a wonderful flamboyance and confidence that, you know, I wish I had, but mm. they, they look like they can pull anything off. He doesn't quite have that same flamboyant confidence, but what he does, he ensures that he puts in absolutely every ounce of work that there is no other alternative other than to win. You know what I mean? Mm. He's, he's, he's not leaving it up to his gifts or the luck gods or anything. He's just ensuring that he's thrown enough punches in training and that he's done the prep that there is only one obvious outcome. And that, 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 that's, that's a, um, that's a, that is a, a ferocious attitude. Has it sparked your interest in the sport a little more? Will we see you maybe getting around a few fight nights I could see you doing that. I'd Maybe love not. to be there. Yeah, I'd love to be there for the Haney fight. Would be insane, you know. I guess you know it was. It was also, you know, when you look at the Tefimo Lopez fight, like he was copping some big hits too, mm. and he was sent to the canvas. The fact that he can also, he can not just throw them, but he can also, he can, he can cop them, and he can ride it out like amazing strength. I'd love to see that stuff in the flesh. And if I have to carry around. You know, a round number uh, on a giant board above my head. <laughs> in, a, in a mankini. Well, then, so what? Hey, I'm available. I will do it. Yep. 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 Do it. I'll pass that on to Lou DeBella and the uh, the team that are putting that on. We'll, we'll tell main event. It's got to happen. Let's just say these um, these buns can crack walnuts, mate. I'm a pretty good figure in Lycra, so uh, the fans won't be disappointed. And look, Sunday night on Channel 7 Spotlight, this is something that we are all waiting for. I saw when, when you put it up, George shared it straight away, and, and look, it's going to be a great insight into him because a lot of the stuff that we've seen so far isn't, it's his fighting, it's uh, him talking, I guess, boxing as such, where you dig a little bit deeper into the person. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be really good to watch and also... Us getting to see you yeah. hit the canvas. I mean, what else can you hope for yeah. on a Sunday night? <laughs> exactly. You know, I love the fact that, you know, he obviously, you know, prior to November, not many people really knew the name George Kambosis, you know, yeah. particularly if you weren't into boxing. So it's nice to be able to do a story that, that showcases the man, you know, showcases his human qualities um, and, and just lets the rest of Australia you know, fall in love with him so we can make him the household name that he deserves to be. Well, hopefully in a week's time, he is officially the undisputed lightweight champion of the world as you are the undisputed man in entertainment. And that's that's why you get those gigs, Grant. That's why. All right. 
So never yep, forget that. I, I undisputedly uh, spat up a little bit of blood after being <laughs> in the uh, ring with him, and uh, it, it, it was an honour. It, yeah. was, it, was it was an honour to be thrashed with an inch of my life. Grant, Danny, thanks for chatting to the Punch podcast, and uh, don't forget, you've also got your own podcast with your lovely wife, Shezzy, as well. It's all true podcasts. You can get it wherever you get your good podcasts, and that's been doing well for you guys too, so congrats. Thanks, brother. Wonderful to chat again. You know, I, uh, I've always enjoyed your company over the years, mate. You're a great broadcaster, and it's good to see you kicking goals in the boxing area as well. Well, there you go. That's today's episode of The Punch Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, and uh, look, there's plenty of news dropping day by day at the moment, isn't there? There's a lot happening in the world of boxing. You'll get it here on The Punch. Enjoy your day.